Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's with great pleasure we welcome the champion trainer Chris Waller to Giddy Up. Good morning to you, Chris. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Gareth. Um, how'd you go last night? So obviously you won your 13th straight TJ Smith medal. Is it a, a big night or are you up nice and early on this Friday? Yeah, up nice and early, but it was a great night. Um, lots to celebrate. So I think we won, a, we won the two-year-old with Shinzo, uh, a couple of other smaller awards and, and as you said, the trainer's premiership. So it was a great night and uh, got pipped in the Bart Cummings medal for the first time in a long time, but well done to Zach Lloyd. He's a, he's a shining star. We've got a few of them in Sydney at the moment, along with Dylan Gibbons and uh, Tyler Schiller. They're great apprentices. I think Tyler's out of his apprenticeship now, but it's putting Sydney in a very good place. Um, we need we need those rising stars. It's quite remarkable, Zach Lloyd. He, he wrote his first winner in September, and now he's winning the the biggest prize in New South Wales racing from an individual on it. Um, it's been a quite remarkable rise for a young man. It is, considering he was suspended for half yes. of it. So imagine if he'd been riding every weekend. He would have absolutely spanked us. <laughs> um, Nate just stripped, mate. How is he heading into the Concord? Do you get nervous when the champ steps out, steps out once again for another preparation? Um, a little bit, yeah. So um, obviously there's... There's there's a lot of emotions and pressure with a horse like that when you when you're in the twilight of your career like a sporting player. Mm. Um, but everything we see at home, Gareth, is pretty encouraging. Um, the only thing we haven't tried him at is race race um, pressure. So you can't simulate that at home, but we can certainly give him plenty of work and see see how he's going compared to other years and he's parallel to where he was this time last year. Um, so the camp's pretty happy. We've just got to make sure that he can do it on race day. And it's a good starting point. Uh, there'll be a bit of give in the track. He's drawn the outside barrier in gate 11. That's not perfect, but um, James McDonald just come across and do his thing and find a nice rhythm, I think, is the key with nature strip. So you've got a slot in the Everest, Chris. So what's the process now with the, your slot for the Everest and, and nature strip when you talk to the connections about trying to to get to that big dance for the fifth time? Um, the key is we've just got to buy the best or find the best horse. Yeah. And if it's from your stable, I think it's an advantage because you've got absolute control and you know exactly where you're at. And um, yeah, because you're representing investors in, the, in our spot and obviously training a horse for the people that own the horse, it's quite a bit, quite a few things to work out. So I think... The key is finding the right horse that's going to be there in the middle of October. And Nature Strip's not that horse yet, but he certainly yep. could well be come tomorrow afternoon. So us, like other people, or other slot holders, will be looking at Nature Strip um, and um, trying to lock him in if he's come back as good as he's always been. So that's exciting to see where he's at tomorrow. But I'm fascinated with, so you've got investors with your slot. Do you have a short list right now? Are you talking to... Horses that you think might suit 
your slot. Um, I know Shinzo, but Coolmore have got a slot. I don't know if they want to go to a, a an Everest with him. Um, how does that all work? Well, you have someone that compiles it for us. Yeah. Um, about oh, each quarter. But honestly, it's not until they come back that you start to to look into where you're at. And as I said, like having your own stable, you you're you're able to assess your three-year-olds and mm-hmm. we we're lucky enough to win it with yes 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 on that type of scenario where we could see that he'd come up well um we could see that there wasn't other a lot or there wasn't a lot of other options so yeah you're just carefully gauging it and you're using the market like what the punters are saying they they're always the best judges in terms of where the, where a horse's price is and and if we think we can find a horse that's going forward at the right time, well, they're the ones you jump onto and try and try and negotiate a deal with. Are you excited about your three-year-olds? Um, you've got a, a wonderful group of three-year-olds and four-year-olds, but your three-year-olds, would you consider an Everest slot for them? Um, like a Kandinsky abstract and a, a yeah. Shinzo? So a horse like him, he's sort of got to tick the group one box, so yep. he's probably more on a Coolmore path, Kandinsky abstract. Shinzo's obviously the, the obvious one, but Cornwall would, would jump in before our slot would get him. Um, so, yeah, no, we've probably not got a lot there ourselves, but as I said, you're always waiting for the, the new wave to come along. We tested the waters with Sue Gotcha um, a couple of weeks ago, but she just didn't have the speed to run over 1,100. So while the Everest is probably more like a tough, 1200 to 1400 meter tight race. Well, it's more like a 1400, in my opinion. Um, I don't think she's sharp enough. So that's the sort of process you go through and just try and narrow it down. Terrific day of racing there, um, right across the country. But in the Group One Memsey Stakes, you've got two big chances in Princess Grace and Ozapenko. Um, you must have been happy with Ozapenko there the other day in the Wink Stakes. Uh, it does look a yeah. nice Group One for him. Yeah, it, well, it's a tough one, but he, he's a colt, so we've got to try and tick that box if we can. Um, he's just had a few things go against him this horse. He arguably could have won a Caulfield Guineas if he drew a better barrier. He was in the photo finish for first, but he ran third. Mm-hmm. Um, a few things went against him in the, in the, in the autumn, but he's back, to, as you said, in, in great form. And, He's got Mark Sauer aboard, good draw. He's raced a couple of times around Caulfield, so I think there's a lot to like about him, as there is with Princess Grace. She was great first up in the Winks. Um, she's really um, settled in well since arriving from America. And the big positive I see with her is that um, all of her racing in the US was left-handed. Um, and a lot of those inner tracks are pretty tight, so... She'll have no problems getting around Caulfield tomorrow. The tramway's a beauty. Uh, Alentia, you did tell us that she's a Group 1 horse after her devastating performance there the other day. Um, what's her big aim this preparation? Obviously, it'd be nice to win a tramway, but um, what have you got in yeah. mind for her? Well, just we're, we're not sure if she's an Epsom horse yet. Um, we can see that she's got speed. I guess the 1,400 metres at Ramwick tomorrow would be a good test for an Epsom. So um, finding the right Group 1 race is the key if you if you label these horses. So um, I'd say the first opportunity would be an Epsom. Otherwise, you're looking at sort of 
Phillips, Rupert Parks towards the end of the Melbourne spring, which is, I think, late November this year. Um, so, yeah, if she wins impressively tomorrow and running through the line, as we say, I'd say the Epson would be her her, um, her target. Going global in the same race, J-Mac takes the ride. Um, this horse looks like it's in for a big spring as well. Yeah, interesting mare because she would actually have better form than Princess Grace yeah. or at least as good as. I know she beat her home by one and a half lengths uh, in one of the times they met in, in America. So I think the key with her is to see how she goes onto the track. She's been... Um, she's tractable, but she just gets herself very worked up pre-race. And um, if you could see her going onto the track, we'll have someone at the Ramwick tomorrow to let you know how she is walking through the tunnel. Um, she'll run a, a heck of a race um, because, as I said, she's got good some good class there and it works good and trials have been very good. Yeah, she's at a big price there with Bet365. What about, I, I love Monophilia. I loved her since... Um, she had that first trial for you a few weeks back, and then her first up run was exceptional. Is she your best chance from that low gate there in the, the Chelmsford tomorrow, Chris? Yeah, she's certainly right up there. Um, look, I think the Chelmsford was always going to be the best race for her, um, but she was working well enough to tempt us to run in the winks, and then she drew wide. Um, and under the circumstances from the draw, she went back and just finished off so well. So, yeah, she, everything fits together. And as you can see from the jockey booking, um, we always try and put James on one of our better ones, uh, unless there's another rider that rides that horse all the time, which you could say is the case for Hinged in the same race. Mm -hmm. Hinged has been, like, she's, I think she's placed in Group 1 races, like, or the first four, ten times. Like, she's consistently at the Group 1 level, and... She could be the unforgot or the forgotten horse, but just got a tricky draw to overcome. So with that, Chris, then, so James, is is he always your number one go-to um, regarding your stable or is it a case for different owners that, uh, with different circumstances? How does that all play out for if the punters well, are trying to look for a little bit of an edge? Well, it's, it's a good question and all of those little factors come in. Um, if an owner says to you, we don't like James, we want such and such on. Well, that's what you do. Um, but that's rare. Um, but there are certain uh, owners that will have a relationship with a, with, a, um, with a jockey, and it might be like your, um, like your Debbie Capitas, who was in Winks uh, with Hugh Bowman. They just become family, basically, those jockeys. Yeah. And, um, Hugh, Hugh came and rode Linderman first up in the Winks uh, for that very reason. So, look, if I want to, like, James is obviously number one in terms of where he's riding at the moment, the peak of his career. But you could, you, you'll have Nash and Kieran riding just as well as them, um, and these up and comers coming through. So, if I want to get James, I've got to give him support. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, he will give other stables more support or give them. Um, favouritism over me. It's as simple as that. If we keep supporting James, he'll keep looking after us on those 50-50 calls. He might be able to get a better ride in Montefilia's race tomorrow, but if it's a 50-50 call, he'll ride for us because he knows he's got another six or seven of our better horses on the day or through the next week, and 
until the end of the season type scenario. So there's a bit of that. And likes of Nash, well, he's a fantastic rider. Once he gets on a horse and wins on it, he'll keep the ride. And likewise with Kieran, um, he's a lighter rider than the other two. You, you're always you're always juggling when they go up and down in weights or different grades. Um, James, 55, he's he 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 he's riding it okay at the moment, but he certainly doesn't ride any lighter than that. And sometimes he struggles to ride 55. So that's when you need your your other riders. Um, they're ready to go. So we try and get on with all of them. We use them all quite a bit. And and like your Brett Prevels, I'm just looking at the list now, like Jason Collitz, um, Tyler Schillers. Like there's so many good jockeys. And Tommy Berry, he's coming back shortly as well. Yeah, I he's see he's like riding track work for you. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's working um, tirelessly. Um, he's, a, he's a good young man and he'll he'll hit the ground running. And when you've got horses in a couple of races over a weekend as well, what's the process there, um, Chris? You're, you're usually really good with, oh, I enjoy um, yourself and Charlie with your previews on, on a Thursday. Um, but sometimes you have to leave it to the last minute before you make a decision. Like you had Desert Icon, Icon in at, at Randwick um, tomorrow, but he goes around the Wyong Gold Cup today. So the process there. Um. To try and win the, to try and win the most prize money you can yeah. for the connections. It's as simple as that. Um, and it might not always help the punter, but we try and be transparent. I know you gave us some criticism a few weeks ago with a length here, and I think it was um, extremely lucky that day. Extremely lucky. Yeah. I swear on my life that extremely lucky was running. He, yeah. And he, he he went for a trot on the morning of the race, and he was coughing. So. We get them scoped, and the vet said, you shouldn't be running this horse today. You could get away with it, but it's the start of the prep. I wouldn't be running if he was mine. We scratched the horse. Alentia was still in there, was never going to run. But that's how things happen. Yeah. It's as simple as that. But a lot of people can't be bothered understanding that, and they think you're trying to pull wool over their eyes. But that's the that's where the, the absolute least of my worries. It's the last thing I think of when I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning with a team of staff trying to do our best every week. Um, is to mislead people. We yeah. we do we're the exact opposite. But I, I can see how it comes across. Uh, it's as simple as that. And um, I was a lentier and extremely lucky in the same race. Well, I thought they could both win it. Why was James McDonald on the both? Because I only wanted to run one of them, um, and one of them was going to run the following week. And the owners were told that. Um, we did tell people that as well, but it changed because we had a horse with a dirty scope. Mm. Would the punters prefer I ran the horse with the dirty scope? Well, then they're not getting they're not they're not getting a fair 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 um, fair go either because I'd be running a horse that the vet said yes it can run, but probably, and I say probably because sometimes you need to take risks, but. When you can avoid risks, you do it. And it's a no-brainer in this day and age. You don't run horses unless they're 100%. And we saw your comments with Extremely Lucky then later on in that week. And you said that he might have been a risk first up the other day and he was easy in the market. And I thought he ran pretty good still under the circumstances. But I think I, I was only a little critical is that you didn't we didn't know on that Saturday morning. Sometimes you looked at the stewards report, um, social yeah. media that – but I think 99% of the time, Chris, um, you're very well, good with your information. Yeah, there's that, 
there's that many media outlets these days, and I respect SEN's one of the leaders. It's a great, it's a great platform. Um, but I was on the radio that morning um, in the on the um, Sky Sky Sports Sky radio. radio. Yeah, yeah, and look, I can't be on every radio no. station. Um, it's not just Australia. You get calls from around the world trying to do phone calls, um, interviews, and you name it. And that's why we do the video to try and get our try and get it out what we think out there. We get told we can only do it in five minutes or so. So you're trying to trying to rush it and everything <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, on the the radio up here, I said, look, he's got a dirty scope. Okay. Um, a lot of trainers wouldn't even say that. And no, I apologise. Then I didn't hear the, that interview. And the younger trainers do. They're they're fantastic. There's a new wave of trainers are just they're all about transparency. And yep. I think one of the other things you touched on in one of your shows was about um, we should be investigated into how we ride our horses. Well, you wouldn't know this, Gareth, but every single runner of ours, we send our instructions to the stewards the morning of the race. So last year we would have had close to 2,000 runners. That's 2,000 sets of instructions were sent to the stewards, whether it was running at Toowoomba, um, Bendigo, or Mooney Valley on a Friday night, um, 20 odd runners at Rose, uh, Ramwick tomorrow. Every single horse gets an instruction given to the stewards, and they they then compare it to their speed maps. And if they say, well, no, that's exactly how we see it, um, nothing gets said. If there's a change of tactics, it's their job to to pass it on because like, they're getting all the instructions. And and if they don't get written to instructions, we get questioned. But because the instructions are there in black and white, um, they then ask the jockeys, well, why was that horse closer than you thought? Because yeah. I get it. We've got three or four. The Winks stakes last week, we had seven. Um, Lindemann led the race. You could easily say, well, Lindemann's gone forward to lead to set up for Fangirl. And that's I know how people think. No, but you um, were, I listened to your pre-race before the Winks stakes, and that's yeah. exactly what you said from the wide gate, that yeah, you've got well, no other we, option. Yeah, we tr- and I'm just using that race yeah. as an example, but there are races which which things don't always work out, and jockeys make their own decisions, and um, it will look like it's set up for a, uh, a stable mate, but it's only because they're all they're all out there to win the race. I've never ever given a horse a run, and um, I guess that's why I'm still training and haven't been given three months on the sidelines. But it's uh, you, you're probably in a situation that you're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't matter what you do. There's there's going to be some people that are going to be critical. Unfortunately, fully understand yeah. that. My mates are punters. They <laughs> they always give it to me. Oh, what was going on there today? This that the other. Like, I, I, my wife, she has the quaddy, and if I don't get the the right leg, well, I get a I get an awful yeah. serve when I get home. <laughs> the, the wrong horse wins yes. supposedly. Well, it, it, I, I, I couldn't get. You're a victim of your success one. sometimes, then, Chris. Unfortunately, perhaps, yeah. Perhaps. Um, but you should be proud. What a what a career that you had. Now I'm going to have a little bit of a game. I want to see if I've, if I've read the play right. All right. After yeah. listening to yourself and Charlie, which I thoroughly enjoy. Um, geez, you give it to Charlie a little bit, however, especially about his eyes. Well, that was the, that was the original. <laughs> so it's called through Charlie's yeah. eyes. So I like to keep going back. 
And yeah. then Charlie, like through, I want to know through Charlie's eyes, yes. what's his best chance per weekend? And being an Englishman, he's taken a long time to pick it up. But he used to get trial horses and trials, and thinks they'll trial well. We finally got him got him working towards what 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 the people want. Yeah. And then I've got to be careful too because I don't want it to be as a punter's show because, look, I'm responsible to the owners for their horses. Yep. And yes, some owners still like to have a bet, but you couldn't have got away with what we do 10 years ago because the owners would just take your horses away from you. They'll say, well, that's our information. Why are you giving it to everybody else? But 100%. all it is is an opinion. And um, it just, look, it's, 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 it can get better. I fully realise that. And we're not trained in the media, but it's just a good way just to put everything on the table, and uh, maybe we can take it further one day. Maybe we get a your own show. We'll a, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll get Hutchie to sign you up, SEN track yeah. on a Saturday morning. <laughs> All right, then. So here we go, Chris. Mister Waterville, um, maybe have something for something on him, small in a Melbourne Cup. Um, looking forward to seeing what he can do tomorrow. I might get a comment just quickly about him. Um, he looks like he's an exciting prospect. Yeah, he is. Um, and he's starting to show things at home. Yesterday morning, the track writer, yeah, we keep a, co- a Gallup comment, and it says, uh, good, has an engine, can't wait to see him over ground. So I think that's pretty good from the horse's mouth type comment from the track writer yeah. that wrote him yesterday in yeah, he's a he's a European horse. Um, he'll get two miles, and uh, I'm pretty sure he's in the Nature Strip tellers. He hasn't run yes. run over it yet, but um, he is running tomorrow, as you know. And yeah, he's certainly one to watch. Might be a bit short for him tomorrow, though. Kirk could be top three because Kathy's riding, and um, it's important for Charlie's sake that it finishes in the top three. So Car Flick, great chance in a tough race and a furious stakes. We just love to see Nature's Trip perform well. Um, if going global, as you mentioned, parades well, have something on her, but Talenti looks tough to beat. Montefilia, um, hard to beat, but Lindemann on a dry track. He's at a big price for Dylan Gibbons, if you've got a lot of time for. Um, tough race, race 10 with some terrible draws. The Richmond boys, I saw them at the launch the other day for Racing Victoria. They're all over Sulcombe, but it's going to be far too short for him. Um, first light's going to be very hard to beat. Ozapenko, Princess Grace, great chances, both at a great each-way price. And Kalino travels up um, late. I was travelled up to, um, down to Melbourne, and um, we'll need a little bit of luck, but won't be far away. And there's a good thing in the last race, I think, at Doombin that you're happy with, despite the draw. And um, that horse is, of course, have to go down. She's a goma. Or Shara, Shara of goma, I should Shara say. Shara of goma. Yep. Well done, Gareth. You might get. You, know, you might be the third. You might be the host of the Three Charlie's Eyes if you keep going like that. That was very impressive. I appreciate that. I want the captain too to get on um, Three Charlie's Eyes. Um, he's been very impressive on SEN as well with his own little podcast as well. That's Guy Molcaster. Um, so I'm yeah, looking forward pretty, to him having a cameo. That sounds good. Well, you got a lot thanks, of Gareth. you got a lot of love on the text message, Chris. We appreciate your time. Love clearing a few things up, mate, and um, keep there was on dominating. One more thing to clear up. Yes. One more thing to clear up. Yes. Five hundred dollar appearance fee. Yes. I was just trying to add up how many appearance fees I would have had over the last couple of years. If if I was getting five hundred dollars appearance fee, I'd be just about ready to hang up uh, hang up the stopwatches. But no, I, I, I have to pay. Steph. There's no. 
there's no appearance fees in any public engagements no. or anything like that. I always just give it to charity. Racing's been too good to me to spoil it, and I certainly appreciate where oh, I okay. am. Okay, yep. And just um, what jersey have you got on today? I've got the all-black jersey on. Yep, it's an important day. It's jersey day, um, and yeah. it's awareness, of course, for organ donation. So um, it's an important conversation to have. You don't you don't have to say yes, but you have to have that conversation because it does save yeah. lives, Chris. And your yeah. um, stable does amazing, a wonderful job. Amazing story. And it was just around the corner from us that Nathan Grandma lost his life. Um, and uh, he, he, through that loss of life, he saved about six or seven others with yeah. organ donation. And that's what it's all about, Nathan Grimo. And it's not about money. It's just about being aware of donating organs and how many people it could save. And as I mentioned in our video, Gareth, if you got Charlie's eyes, you'd be gee, you'd be looking out. You'd be looking pretty sharp on a Saturday night down yeah. down in the streets of uh, Melbourne or Sydney, wherever people are listening. And did Felicia Doyle turn up for work? Congratulations! Is it Felicia yeah, there that did. won the Strapper of the Year? Which is a, I, I love how Racing New South Wales do that. It's amazing, Gareth, and, and yeah, they acknowledge the strappers. They get 2% of prize money as well, which no other state does. Um, that's a big thing. They Like quarterly, they get paid this or the amount, and like a stable like ours, we've got a lot of staff, but gee, they get, they get some, it's worth getting, that's for sure. Yeah. And um, even smaller stables, they get more. If you imagine winning the Everest and you only had six or seven staff and 2% of that prize money. It's, it's a heck of a lot. So it's, it's great initiative and, and well done. And I, I hope all the other states and territories follow. You're a bloody legend. Love Chris. While I could go on, on in a day or um, on all day with all this love that you're getting on our text message, Chris, we appreciate it, mate. Um, uh, we really do. And good luck over the weekend. Well, I know you get a lot of guests on, but <laughs> don't be afraid to call me again. No, uh, I'll book you I in, mate. You lost my number. Uh, yeah, I'll book you in. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Have a good day. See you later. Thank what you a very chat. Much. <laughs>